0: Wait, you're, you just got Daylight Savings this week?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I've been well, on it for like a couple weeks now.
1: Well, I was gonna say, what well, happens tomorrow for us, so... Well, early hours...
0: Tomorrow morning. Alright, let's honestly say fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck Daylight Savings, it's all bollocks. Alright, I just probably lost most of that because I had your volume turned way down. <laughs> Well, there we go. Anyway.
1: Daylight savings.
0: It's bollocks. That's I think we... we can all agree on that. Oh, yeah. Easy.
1: It's fucking bullshit.
0: Oh, you know what you could use less of? Sleep.
1: Yeah, thanks for that. You know, I mean, I i, I went to bed at 11.30 last night, and I've been awake since 3.30, you know? So, yeah. Cock fuck, fuck sleep. Sleep is for the week. Allegedly. (sighs) All
0: right, Shane. Well, you'll be happy to know I have everything recording,
1: including the backup,
0: including the backup.
1: Well, fuck me. There's a miracle.
0: Took me a while to get it all going, and I'm hearing weird hissing noise, but I figure that'll just probably filter out when I do the podcast. I don't know. We'll find out.
1: We shall see. I have my cup of tea. I have my vape. The cat is somewhere. I have the door open, so there's a nice breeze coming through.
0: And I'm here. Yeah, I'm basically in England with you, Shane, because it's overcast and cloudy and like half raining all day.
1: Well, if there's any constellation, it's actually quite sunny here.
0: God damn it. It's
1: very bright. That
0: doesn't sound like you.
1: I know. What's up with that?
0: Ugh. All right. Oh, I got my water. Ugh. I drank all the coffee. So now there's nothing left, even though I want another one. Oh man, I am fucking tired. You're tired? Yeah. If I
1: if you suddenly hear me snoring it's because it's not because of boredom, it's because I'm so fucking tired.
0: Though it may be because of boredom. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. It's still morning for you as well. Uh, Yeah, kind of. It's 11, so that's kind of like the morning. I've been up for a while, uh, writing notes and cleaning the kitchen and fucking up my facial hair, Shane.
1: What have you done to it?
0: So I went to trim the mustache down because it was getting too long. on. let's see it. Uh... (laughs) Um... All right, so I didn't finish my hair, obviously. That's Uh, that's a mess. Let's see here. Is that working?
1: Yeah, that's working. Oh, you've trimmed it right down.
0: Yeah, so she went too low. I can't see myself. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, so the mustache is too low, and it's exposed all the newly growing gray hairs, so now it's much lighter. Yeah. So that's nice. I got that going for me. Hmm. But I trimmed the beard, and I still got to do this mess up top here.
1: Oh, dude, I've got to shave my head. I've got to do something with my beard, because I just look like a fuzzy tennis ball.
0: Oh, with the beard?
1: With everything. Hold on. Work, damn you.
0: I know nothing fucking works. Oh, God. What did I do? Oh yeah, Shane. It's time for a cleanup.
1: Yeah, think. I'm actually considering. <laughs> I'm actually considering taking it all off and the beard. I'm seriously considering it.
0: The beard too, huh? Yeah. I thought about it when I fucked, When I went too low on the mustache, I'm like, shit. Do oh, I you just shave the beard all well, the way thing
1: down? Is, thing is, right. I've had this for seven years, and in a moment of insanity. I shaved most of the beard off, what, last year, I think it was? Yep. And I was just like, I only did it because it was too fucking hot. And I thought, well, I just need to cool down. And it worked to a degree. And I kept the goatee and the goatee keeps getting thinner and thinner. And I'm thinking to myself, (laughs) do you know what? You can only go through so many hair ties just to tie the bastard up. (laughs) And... I'm getting sick of braiding it all the time, and I'm just like, "Fuck it."
0: So wait, are you actually braiding it? Like you undo it and then like comb it yeah. out, and then yeah. and then do a legit braid? Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, look at how long it is, though.
0: That's impressive.
1: That's We're talking
0: pl- about his hair, folks.
1: My my goatee beard. <laughs> just for anyone was thinking. It's, it's my chin pubes. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about oh my chin God. pubes.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm turning this off so I don't have to look at my face anymore. It's yeah, awful. Still, I still don't have to look at mine either. It's bad enough. Oh. It my and, God. Shane, that's been a while since we did a beard watch episode. I know,
1: right? I know.
0: Yours is looking
1: pretty good. Um, Mine is... Uh, well, I you like mean, a mess.
0: You're, you're talking pinnacle, Shane, because I literally just got out of the bathroom and I still haven't cleaned the hair off the sink. So there's wow. a pile of trimmed beard hair in the sink, but I'm not gonna uh, get rid of it because I gotta do the rest of my head now. So I gotta. Well, cut yeah, that, that,
1: that makes sense. Um, do you flush your hair down the toilet or do you put it in the trash?
0: Um, ninety percent of it goes um into the trash
1: see i flush mine down the toilet
0: listen man those pubes got to go somewhere and i'm well, not lifting my, right. i'm not lifting my balls up to the sink
1: <laughs> <laughs> You can reach. <laughs> i was gonna say can you reach you know? as
0: someone as someone who's like five six uh it's not easy to get them over the sink so no or, um, <laughs> that that gets reserved for the toilet <laughs> I can just <laughs> hang
1: my bollocks over the sink, so it's all right. <laughs> I guess thing. as the
0: older I get, the easier it'll be to just pick them up and drape them over,
1: huh? Oh, I mean the hang low, swing low. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> testicles.
0: <laughs> so, my go to move is to take all the beard trimmings. Like, I'll, I'll shave over the sink so I can use the mirror, obviously. Oh, obviously, I'm doing yeah. And then, uh, so I'll gather them all up, and I'll usually have an empty uh, toilet paper roll. And I'll just keep jamming the hair into the toilet paper roll. And it's a nice, compact, you know, thing <laughs> at the end. I can just toss that in the trash.
1: Hmm.
0: I never thought of doing that, you know? I, I, I don't know. I Maybe the first one that came up with it. I don't know. Probably not. Probably... Someone
1: out there has thought, oh, yeah, this will be hygienic and shove all their pubes in the toilet hygiene. roll.
0: Let me dig through my trash pull out it... an old toilet paper roll.
1: Yeah, I'll, fi- I'll find a toilet paper roll and, I'll and stick all my pubes in there. Um, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was either that or I just get a jar and just save them for a few years and just see what kind of collection I can build up. I don't know.
1: Ew. <laughs> Actually, can I put something out? Years ago, when I cut all my hair off, um, my mother, I don't know whether it was to do with whether she was creating a voodoo doll or what, but she wanted to keep my ponytail. Oh, no. So I gave gave her the ponytail, you know, put it in a braid, tied it off, cut it all off, handed it to her. And she was like, I want to keep your hair, okay, you fucking weirdo. Here's my hair, you know, enjoy whatever you're going to do with it. She kept it in a photo album, oddly enough, and she also had my niece's hair that she kept as well.
0: Oh, we're getting weird now. Who else's yeah. hair does she have? Do you th- do you think she has, like, the grocer's hair or the bank teller? Like, is there any other people she's keeping the hair of?
1: Oh, she probably did. I don't know. I mean, my mother's been dead for six years, near enough, so... Well, no, five years, actually. So it's, it's, I don't know what kind of what shit was going on in her twisted head, but hair actually deteriorates, and hair actually goes moldy. Oh, really? Yes, it does.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Because, obviously, all the moisture goes out of it, and it gets dry and brittle, and once it gets brittle, it breaks down.
0: mm
1: So... We- <laughs> I was going through it one day, and I was like, Ugh, how long have you had? I had my hair in here." And she looked at me. She went, "Oh, I've had it for years, but like, yeah, it started to go mouldy. Oh no! Oh like, yeah, you better throw it out." And it was kind of weird, but you know, well, actually, well, I don't know whether it was the temperature and the conditions of our house, but made it go mouldy because I mean, you get real human hair wigs, so surely, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Maybe they're treated before they're used. I don't know. Um, I'm not really not really into wigs, so I wouldn't know.
0: I don't or... know. I, I did see the uh, – Elisa and I went to a comedy show <clears throat> featuring the Impractical Jokers. Oh, okay. Um, and they had that skit for like a year or two where one of the guys who was bald had to wear a wig made out of the other one's hair. <laughs> and they still, they still have it. Like that was a few years ago, and he still wears it on stage. And he's like, it's like falling apart. Like it's <laughs>
1: yeah. <fucking laughs> like,
0: but maybe I don't know if they were actually taking care of it, like someone would take care of a uh, a useful wig. I, mean, I guess Genie tra- has entered the room. What do you want, Genie? She's been stomping around all morning. I let her into the movie room, her favorite place in the universe.
1: Yeah. Does she look walked? Does she look at everything as if to say I'm going to destroy it all one day? Ziggy's no, she's in, in
0: here she's in here begging for affection right now.
1: Well Ziggy's in the bedroom. <laughs> so Ziggy is asleep. And that is not a bad thing. He's quiet.
0: Come on, Gigi, so, come up here.
1: So he's quiet, so that's good. Come on.
0: Have to beat this cat now. Oh. You know what, Shane? Maybe we should start the episode or something. Oh, that
1: actually might be a wise idea. Because, I mean, we've um. been talking bollocks for 12 and a half minutes.
0: <laughs> Great. Just more shit I'm going to have to clean up later. Oh, no,
1: fuck it. Leave it all in. Just leave it all in. Hey! Hey!
0: Or podcast with your hosts ryan shane and mike not mike and we are back all you need is blood episode number 130 i'm your host ryan Tutelo. joining me is my co-host shane smith not mike whittemore yeah and, he's working. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He. You know what, though? He, it's like he described to us. He decided to pick up a shift instead of doing this. Well, that's entirely on him. So Thank he you. had the option to not work and to do this, and instead he preferred to work.
1: <laughs> Actually, you got to see it from his perspective. He decided to make more money.
0: Ah, money. Money. I, listen, I don't know. If I had an opportunity to work today, you've, I would not be working. Uh, I'm fucking done working. I worked enough this week.
1: Do you know what? If I had an opportunity to make money from this podcast and writing film reviews, I still wouldn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: fuck that! To that, do you know what? My 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 brain is so fried. I'm I'm so deprived of fucking sleep. It's like I just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. You know, I can't be. Oh, I couldn't give a rat's ass.
0: And you uh, get to that, that point of mental exhaustion that you're just like, I don't even know if I'm making sense with what I'm saying right now. So
1: tangerines, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I I hit that point like uh, three times, three separate times this week. Like, and I got home and I started making dinner, and Elise was like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I I don't know. <laughs> I like literally don't know. I'm just throwing stuff in a pan, and you're gonna eat it because that's the way it's happening."
1: it took me three hours to decide what I was going to eat last night I the night before I went to bed at 1am I didn't sleep I got out of bed at 5.30 I then thought right fuck it I'll just I'll do shit and then I fell asleep at 12 o'clock in the afternoon and then woke up at 6.30 in the evening and I thought Oh, crap. Um, there's my sleeping pattern, fucked.
0: Yeah, right? That's going to fuck up every- your whole week. Is now yeah, ruined. and
1: um, <laughs> shit like that really fucks up your weekend because I went to bed last night at 11.30, and I've been awake since 3 o'clock, 3.30 this morning. And it's now, for the record, 3.21 p.m. Wow. Um, yeah, so I've got to try and stay awake in order for me to go to bed at a reasonable time tonight. So then I can get up and go and have dinner and watch movies with my buddy tomorrow. Mm. Hopefully, but also, you know, actually sleep because sleep would be nice.
0: Yeah, you're you're gonna have to use like coffee and masturbation to balance out your sleep cycle. You know,
1: coffee definitely. I'm I'm hardcore. I'm a fuck. I'm a hardcore motherfucker because I'm drinking tea right now. Uh,
0: and you mix coffee into it.
1: No, 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 you see, you don't understand i drink tea I drink coffee in the mm-hmm. a m and tea in the p m um up until like four o'clock in the afternoon, five o'clock maybe, and then I drink water for the rest of the night mm-hmm. but today, I don't even fucking know what day it is, and it's just I don't care. So I'm gonna drink tea until I can be fucking bothered to stop. And then when I feel that I am tired enough, I will retire to my bedroom and collapse in a feet in a heap of unconsciousness and hope for the best. And a boy. Right now, I couldn't give a fuck.
0: Is that Ziggy? Is he awake?
1: No, that's someone outside. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is someone outside um across the street. Wow. Um, bearing in mind, I'm on the top floor. Right, well, I'm on third floor. There's a big fucking garden that goes to the end of the complex. Then there is a road and that's where that screaming was coming from. <laughs> so... You know, they were screaming pretty loud. I'll give them yeah, that. That's, a, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good lung capacity. right there.
0: Well, Shane, let's get back onto the podcast as I have a sneeze coming and I feel it. I'm going to try to work through it. Um, I shouldn't have let that cat on my lap. That son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so on the podcast we like to discuss horror movies talk shit to each other various other nonsense including but not limited to music movies games comics whatever else happens to come up we are the official podcast of upcoming horror movies.com if you want to reach the podcast our gmail is all you need is at gmail.com the facebook group all you need is blood instagram account all you need is blood podcast and if you're listening to us it's on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, soundcloud stitcher spotify just type in all you need is blood and subscribe. Oh, man, I can feel it. It's like deep now. I picked that cat up and she has been exploding with hair. Just like if you touch her, like a thousand strands come off. It's like
1: Actually, it's the same thing with Ziggy at the oh. moment. He's been really affectionate over the last few days. Bless him. And I think he knows that dad's having like
0: a mental break of some description that he's not sure of what it is but, i think he's trying to take advantage of you and is plotting your own your demise oh,
1: that, that, oh he does that every day though yeah i mean it's like i walk in the kitchen he's in front of me and i'm like out of the way mate and he just looks at me as if to say why <laughs> you know and you know i'm like if you want food you're gonna have to get out of the way and then he looks at me as like oh yeah fair one just gives you that look you know you're yeah, all right and
0: Well, he could always wait for you to die and then eat your corpse, which is what I think some of the animals... We take bets on how long it would take for the animals before they start eating our bodies. And uh, we feel like that uh, Odie would probably... It'd be like at least a week. Like, he would go out long before he had to. But Franny, it would be like two hours, maybe three hours.
1: I think when it comes to animals trying to eat you... um... They'd have to do it before you started to rot.
0: Ah, dogs don't care. Well, they, You should see the rotten shit they eat when we go on walks. <laughs> or try to. But the
1: thing is, I have this theory. I think, given the choice, Ziggy would rather have cat food than eat human flesh.
0: Mm.
1: Because Ziggy's one of those weird cats. He doesn't like eating fish. He might eat fish. Yeah.
0: Tony's like that. I've offered yeah. him fish, and he's like, "I don't know. This is weird."
1: The last time Ziggy ate fish, it was fucking hysterically funny. I was sat on the toilet, and he walked up to me. You know that moment when the cats are licking the chip, licking the lips, and you know they're about to throw up.
0: Yep. And oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Ziggy was doing that. He was licking his lips, and I was like, "You're going to throw up," and I'd just given him some fish, like not twenty minutes before, and he was licking his lips. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sat on the toilet having a shit, and then basically this is quite funny actually. I was, I ha- I was having a difficult turd.
0: Oh Jesus! I was trying to
1: go. birth something, <laughs> and it wasn't ready to come out. And Ziggy just went Bleh. on my towels, on my clean towels. Right, he just went. And then I started laughing and the shit came out. So it's like it kind of worked out for all of us. Ziggy was Ziggy got rid of his tummy upset. I gave
0: birth to a shit. Excellent. So I'm putting that I'm putting that note down, having a difficult turd. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Having a what was it, what's the term they use during when women are giving birth? Oh yeah, having a breach.
0: Oh, I um, thought you were going to say, like, crowning or something. <laughs> it's crowning.
1: <laughs> no, we call it a turtle head. You know, I'm having a turtle head on touching cloth. Get
0: out of the way. Oh, my God. that turtle head touching cloth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. Holy shit. Literally, Man. you know. It was kind of like, it was a miracle it fucking happened, but all thanks to Ziggy throwing up, and just, it was literally
0: a bit. Yeah. Mike's missing out on this episode. We're already, already got beard watch, uh, shit talk, cats puking.
1: Yeah, fecal talk
0: is always a good one. Yeah, we're, we're off to a great start.
1: Yeah, and pussy.
0: So, other than pussy and shit, Shane, uh, what have you been getting into lately?
1: <laughs> Apart from not sleeping, um... Uh, the new Depeche Mode album Memento Mori uh, dropped on Friday, so I've been listening to that, and it's very good. It's got it's. They've kind of gone back to their nineteen eighties industrial sound, which is cool. You wouldn't think Depeche Mode is an industrial band, but back in the eighties, they were like listening to lots of German industrial and incorporating it into their British pop music. And it worked, and they've done it again with this album. Um, Memento Mori means Remember You Must Die, um, or Remember We Must Die, or something like that. So all very, you know, cheerful kind of stuff. Um, it's their first album in six years. It's also the first album since founding member Andrew Fletcher passed away last year. Um, and, uh, this album, the gestation period of this album has been just over two years. Um, and so started work on it pre pandemic and they only got it finished this year. So it's, it, it's a good album. I, I like it. I mean, there's one song on there that I'm not overly sure about, but I think over more listens, I'll probably get into it a bit more, but yeah, there's that, um, I've been watching movies. I have just started watching Lucifer on Netflix. Um,
0: I've heard pretty good things about that.
1: It's okay. It's amusing. Um, It's got a lot of dark and adult humor in there. But the the episodes are very formulaic. So it starts off Police Precinct. Lucifer makes a couple of quips, they find a dead body, they then get the CSI in, and they find all manner of crap, and then they arrest the murderer, and then they go off and do their own thing, and it's the same of every episode. Um, that's what I found, but some of it is very, very funny. Yeah. Um, mm. Just some of the one liners are absolutely hilarious, um, but yeah, so that's okay. Uh, I mean, I've not actually watched any movies this week because I've been watching Lucifer. I have actually I started watching it earlier this week, so I thought I'm looking for something to watch. I'm not really in the mood for movies right now, so I thought I'll watch something like episodic, like some series. And I, I thought everyone's been talking about Lucifer, and you know, the they're about to release or they're about to drop season seven. So I'm kind of behind the times a bit with that. So I've just started watching that this week. I'm on, I'm on season three um, already. So that's you know, all right. Um, but yeah, I've not really been watching movies. I haven't really been buying anything, although I'm a bit pissed off that my actual my cd copy of memento mori has not turned up yet and i pre-ordered that like january so yeah that's not that's not back yet um and uh yeah i mean been in the cinema found a new burger joint in norwich which was pretty cool um unfortunately they don't deliver to my area because i'm too far out Bastards. Yeah, well, no. So I'm okay. gonna have, I'm gonna have fucking words about that.
0: Did, is there like a um, like an Uber Eats or a uh, right Over, some uh, other type of food delivery service right. you can use? Right, we're on. Right, we have Just
1: Eat, we have Uber Eats, and right. we also have Deliveroo. Deliveroo is shit. Um, basically. Every time you order something, they call you because they're lost. Every fucking time, without fail, they call. Is this you.
0: what happened to that Chinese delivery guy? Yeah. Last time, yeah. you're flipping out. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, he got lost, and you know, the beauty of it was he was literally fucking downstairs. Yeah. And he was lost, um, and I thought, you fucking idiot. But yeah um or as i like to call him a fucking mong bollock but you know
0: oh jesus
1: um yeah so i stopped using delivery i've not used uber eats but just eat is pretty good a because it's free oh um to like join up and um The food is always delivered on time. Sometimes even early. Um, Yeah. I mean, I ordered a Chinese on Wednesday. And it was due to turn up between 7.50 p.m. and 8.20. And it turned up at 7.30.
0: Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't even be ready. It'd still be taking a crap.
1: Yeah. There you go. So... They either have to pinch your loaf and wipe your ass, and then run to the front door, or let him ring the doorbell or whatever, or hammer on the door, you know, while you're still pe- while you're still yeah. having a shit. But um, yeah, not much else has been going on really. You know, I've been very keeping myself away from the humans, pretty much.
0: Yeah, I'm sick of them.
1: Yeah, I. I hate the human race, so I just stay away from them. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: I gotcha. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't been watching a lot either. I've been, I don't know, just like worn out from work. And then I just have been in like a funk lately where I haven't been watching a lot of movies. Um, I have been playing video games, though, so that's been taking up my time. Okay. I have... Uh, I had recently purchased a Steam Deck, which is a sort of portable computer um, in the shape of like a Nintendo Switch. Okay. And, it, and it runs um, computer games. Right. Which is nice because I have a shitload of those. But because it's just a portable computer, it can also do things like run emulators. Okay. So I've been playing a ton of old games that I definitely legally downloaded.
1: Oh, you legally downloaded them? Oh,
0: yes. Not some nefarious manner. I, I definitely acquired these things um, in uh, in the correct manner. And I in see. Accordance.
1: Yeah, right. I see. Yeah. A bit like me, I, I legally acquire <laughs> movies.
0: That's right. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, I've been playing some old games and stuff. And uh, these, like, emulator guys have gotten pretty fucking slick since the last time I played around with any emulators. Right. And they've got, like... um, They put a thing called Retro Achievements. Uh, It's a website you can go onto and log in, and it syncs up with the emulator that you're playing. And if you're playing an old game, like... I don't know, let's say, for instance, Mega Man or something, and you beat a boss, you'll get a little achievement. It'll pop up on the screen and say, oh, you know, you beat Metal Man or whatever. And I'm like, oh, shit. This means that I now want to go back and play all my old games and get fucking achievements. So I spent about a week on my brand new, like, console thing that I bought playing WCW <laughs> NWO Revenge on the, on the Nintendo 64. No, not Revenge, World Tour. The first one. Uh, on the Nintendo 64, on this uh, Steam Deck, and I played it for, like, way too many hours. But because it's, like, portable, I could sit on the couch and I'm playing it. <laughs> and Elise is just like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm playing <laughs> Nintendo 64. <laughs> and I've lost control of my life. So that's been occupying a good amount of my time recently. Um, which is a nice distraction, because I don't usually play games a lot, but having that sort of portability... Is giving me an opportunity, which is nice. So I don't just sit there and stare at my phone and browse Facebook or Reddit or whatever. You know, I can actually feel like I'm uh, having fun.
1: Actually, I've been spending a lot less time on Facebook these last last week.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I barely check it. Like, we're talking. I mean,
1: I've got this thing on my PC where it gives me messages Mm
0: -hmm. from
1: like. Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. So basically, I click on it, and it shows me what messages and I look at them and I think, Do I reply to that? Can I be bothered to reply to it now? Or is it important? And a lot of the times, this, like, this
0: explains why you you don't get back to me for days on on end, Shane.
1: Yeah, it, it, it sums it up really. No, like, I,
0: I say that, but I'm the one who doesn't respond to anybody. I was gonna
1: say, yeah, <laughs> Mister. Oh, I don't check my Instagram DMs. You know, I
0: don't. I don't. I, I'm awful at it. Like because no. I get I, I get on a chain of so much nonsense. It's really miles and Kevin. Miles sends me nonsense. So yeah, like,
1: Miles keeps send keep sending me fucking GIFs. <laughs> I mean, what's up with that, dude? You know, it's like <laughs> click on this link and look at this gif. It's just <laughs> why can't you just send me the fucking gif, you know, instead of these links? I'm like
0: Oh my god. I
1: don't tr- I... I don't trust links.
0: I don't. Let me guess. It's a link to imager. Yes. That's you <laughs> I have busted Miles' chops. For sending imager links. Just send the fucking image. Yeah. That's
1: all he... <coughs> he... messages me to ask how I am on occasion, which is nice, you know. But nine oh, times out of God. ten, it's all these fucking links.
0: I can't wait till he hears this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we love you really, Miles, but fucking stop with the links. Just send
0: oh the fucking God.
1: image. Admittedly, they are fu- they are funny, but you know. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely.
1: But for fuck's sake! And actually, this is a world record. This week alone, I have had thirty-five bot profiles trying to follow me, and Ooh. each one starts with on their bios, "Hi honey" or "Hi sweetie," and they follow lots of people, have barely any followers. And have no posts.
0: So what you're saying is your numbers are exploding, Shane.
1: Yeah, but with the wrong types, you know, because they're fucking bots. They're not actual human beings. Um, I even had a couple crop up on Facebook. Um, As we know, we've been having issues with the All You Need is Blood Facebook page.
0: Oh, yeah. I think we ironed that out pretty good, though. There's, we don't we get very few get them. Of them
1: no, we're still getting them because.
0: Oh, maybe maybe you're just taking care of it and I'm not.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> stop fucking bucking your ideas up, Brian, because I'm mean, sick of being the only person to take care of that shit. Right. <laughs>
0: I was doing it in the beginning, and then I'm just like, ah, Shane will get this one.
1: Yeah, right. I've been getting the last fucking few. It's just, oh, <laughs> fucking hell. R.I.P. Justin Bieber. We wish. You know, but.
0: <laughs> but, so many of them. but it's like every celebrity. You're like, what the fuck are you doing?
1: It's like, really? I mean, I want to know how the fuck they get in the
0: group. I don't know. I haven't let them in. None of them are ones that I recognize.
1: I think we might end up having to close the group or not close the group and like archive it, but make it a closed group.
0: Yeah, but Me. if you do that, you can't go back. If you make once you make it private, you can't unprivate. No, it. you can.
1: You can actually. You can make no, it.
0: No, I. <clears throat> I talked to uh, Connor because he did that with the first Cinema Cheese group. He made it private because he was getting a lot of spam, and then he couldn't unprivate it. Okay. So he had to make a new one, Cinema Cheese 2.
1: That explains a lot. But I was always always under the impression that you could actually, if after a certain amount of time, I think it's 30 days or something like that, where you can actually return it to public or something like that.
0: I don't know. I I looked into it and it was like, no, once you go, there's no going back. and I don't want to fuck with it then.
1: If you block someone on Facebook, you can block them for 30 days or you can block them but if you unblock them, you can't block them again for 30 days. I don't know. <laughs> no, this is, I've learned this.
0: Okay, it, because of the number of people you've been blocked by, is what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Excellent.
1: So if I was to say, for instance, if I was to block Mike, I'm not saying that right. I will, but if I was to block Mike, and then unblock him the following day, and I was to block him again... You know, or try to block them again, I wouldn't be able to block him for 30 days as an instance. But it's like, that's the kind of thing that that's the Facebook rules that they do. So it's like, you know, I mean, there's people that we've blocked over the years um, that we have no intention of ever unblocking. Um, but it's, you know, it's, I find that actually quite funny, but, um, no, it's it's just one of those things where the way Facebook works with their groups and stuff, if we were to make All You Need Is Blood a closed group, it means people could, they would have to um, request to join the group. Um, but, I mean, it's pissing me off with the whole business of having to veto everything that gets posted. There are some people that i have been of basically being given pre-approving their posts. Oh, yeah. So they automatically go in, but there are some that, you know, like all these ROP Justin Bieber or ROP whatever celebrity who has allegedly died when in fact they're alive and well and living in California. Um, you know, there's those kinds of profiles. There's so many of them. And
0: Yeah, I think they're just trying to spam links to dumb shit. So. And that's what it is.
1: But it's, it's unfortunate that we've had to do that. And we're going to have to keep doing that. Because. Yeah, uh, we'll,
0: we'll figure it out. It, those will disappear after a while. Once they figure out it's that effective, they move on to some other tactic and start sending us YouTube links and shit. I got to stretch.
1: Well, Post approval is such a pain in the ass when there's only one person who's dealing with it, Ryan. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. Fuck off.
0: Um. So, yeah. Whatever. And this goes um, to Mike
1: when you listen to this.
0: Yes, he's not listening to this. You know, he's not. Nah, but, you know. <laughs> so I did watch uh, one other movie, Shane, last weekend. Uh, Lisa and I finally watched uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I've not seen that yet. So I know it got like a bunch of Oscars. I actually don't even know what it won because I. I don't pay attention to the Oscars or anything, but I know it got nominated for a bunch. Um, it won everything. It won it, everything, did it? Everything I, it was
1: nominated for, it, it won.
0: Everything everywhere. <laughs> yeah, pretty much all at once. Yeah, basically. Well, so, no, I, space I... <laughs> over
1: a period of time in one night, but yeah, oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched it, and I I really really enjoyed it. It was laugh out loud funny in a lot of parts and it's cool. been it's been a long time since i saw a comedy that like actually like genuinely made me laugh you know what i mean
1: so is it actually i, I mean i know nothing about the film which is a good thing i guess oh so the, yeah, watching, yeah be you're, you're better
0: that. off not knowing anything because i knew very little as well i knew it had something to do with like a multiverse and that michelle yao was ah. you know somehow experiencing different multiverses or whatever, and I'm like, that's all I really knew. Like, I wasn't even completely aware of the cast. Like, I knew Michelle Yah was in it, and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ki Hui Kwan, the um, the actor who played Short Round and uh, Data in The Goonies. Yeah. I know those two were the stars, and that was really all I knew. I knew, I Jamie, didn't...
1: Lee. I knew Jamie Lee Curtis was in it.
0: I didn't know until like it popped up and I'm like, Oh my God, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this. (laughs) And then my, my favorite, I did not, I didn't know he was in it, but I'm like, Oh my God, freaking James Hong. One of my favorite actors is in this and he's like 90 something years old now. And I can't believe it. I'm like, Oh my God, Lopan pan is in this. Yes. (laughs) And the terrifying thing is how close he looks to the old low pan makeup from <laughs> from nineteen eighty six. That's kind of freaky, but um, it was really good. It was really it was funny. Uh, there was like action scenes that were good, and, and like you know heartfelt family drama type things, but all sort of with this goofy insane plot laid over the top of it, and uh, and it's absolutely a blast. I th- I think anyone should watch it and enjoy it. Um, no, no horror stuff in it at all, but it's, uh, it's good.
1: Yeah. I heard it was a bit sci-fi esque mm. as well. So, oh yeah, uh,
0: it, it takes a lot from other movies. There's a little bit of matrix in it. There's a little bit of, uh, oh, I don't know. Like any, any action movie stuff that takes place in like, uh, an office. There's a lot of goofy humor, um, A lot of stuff to do with, like, Asian immigrants uh, and just family problems in general, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm going to see if it's on on at the cinema because I've not seen it anywhere at the cinema.
0: So I actually picked the Blu-ray up, like, I want to say it was in November or December, and I hadn't watched it until last week. It was just sitting there.
1: I didn't even realize it was out to buy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was like, oh, I heard this was okay. I want to watch it. And then like, I just sat on it. And then like the Oscars happened. I'm like, oh, maybe I should actually watch this thing. So I pulled it out. Uh, cause I, I, knew I, it could, a- I knew I could, I knew I could get a lease and a watch it cause it wasn't a horror movie. So
1: I thought it was only just coming to the cinema in the UK.
0: Uh, I think it was coming back to the cinemas. Like this was oh. like a second release.
1: Okay. So I'm checking a view cinema. Yeah. Um, so we've got John Wick chapter four. Shazam. Oh, i got to watch the
0: John Wicks again. That's what I was going to do this weekend. Okay, yeah. maybe I'll start doing that today.
1: All right, so we've got Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Apparently, that's supposed to be quite good.
0: I um, liked the first one a lot, so I don't know if I'll go to the theaters, but I will definitely watch it when it shows up on HBO.
1: Yeah, I did watch it, and I was just about like, mm, it was all right. Um, Scream 6 is on. Um, Dungeons – oh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves. That looks so fucking good.
0: Yeah, the trailer of that looks okay, pretty good. See,
1: I'm, uh, I'm, an old, I'm an old D&D nut, so I used to play D&D <laughs> years ago.
0: Um, Did you ever see the movie that came out in 2000?
1: Oh, God, let's not talk about it that
0: one. Um, what's his face? Um, What the hell's that actor, the, the fancy British actor? He played Alfred in the last Batman movie. What the hell's his yeah. name?
1: Oh, um, Michael Caine. No,
0: no, no. no Michael Kane.
1: Oh, uh, Ma- oh.
0: Jeremy Irons. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, oh, yeah. That was, oh, fuck. That was <laughs> Jeremy Irons and Marlon Wayne's. Was it oh. that thing? The only reason I remember this is I was working at the movie theater at the time when that came out. And I oh, remember, like... Had, there had
1: in it as well, wearing the bright blue lipstick.
0: Oh, yes. And and I would go into that theater to, like, clean up, and there'd be fucking nobody in there. Like, ah. nobody.
1: <laughs> I'll say I blame them, because that movie fucking sucked balls. I,
0: yeah, I never watched it, I, but I've watched the credits many times as I was sweeping up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember going to see that with one of my old neighbours and um, basically I was like, what's a D&D movie? I used to play D&D, I'll go and watch it. I remember walking outside afterwards and my neighbour said, oh, what did you think? Oh, no, bollocks. That was absolute bollocks. But this looks really good. It looks really funny. We, or how we used to describe the way we played D&D, can you remember the old British carry-on movies?
0: uh oh carry on wasn't it a tv show
1: no 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 it was it, they were movies they were a collection of movies that were made okay right so we had um like carry on screaming which was their turn on a horror movie we used to call up we used to call our troop carry on dvd uh carry on d D, and we used to only play it well like when we were completely off our fucking heads and, you know, we'd be so stoned we couldn't even roll dice properly and stuff like that. So that's how we used to play it. We used to have such a fucking laugh doing it. And the movie itself, just from the trailer, kind of reminds, us, reminds me of how we used to play d d So there's going to be, like, it's going to be funny as fuck. But there's, like, a Med- Medi-Cinema preview so, uh, today for that at 7 p.m., but obviously I won't be going to that. I've also got Creed 3. Um, 80 for Brandy. About um, four best friends living life to the fullest when they take a wild trip to the to see the, to the 2017 Super Bowl to see oh, the hero Tom that's, Brady. That's,
0: for, that's 80 for Brady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't watch that.
1: No. Um, there's a film called A Good Person by Zach Braff.
0: Zach Braff? Um, yeah. Wow, I haven't heard that name in a while.
1: Yeah, he's starring Florence Pugh, Morgan Freeman, and Zoe Lister-Jones.
0: Oh, so Zach Braff isn't, like, the star. That's weird. No, he's directing it.
1: Oh. And then there's Cocaine Bear. Very
0: familiar with that one, Shane. Yeah. There's also Pearl. Pearl? Pearl. Pearl. What? That that came out like eight months ago.
1: Yeah, they've got today. It's on today. Um, What the fuck? Five thirty-five and 10.50pm for the over-18s.
0: I still haven't watched that. I gotta see Pearl still. I loved Um, X, so I I should, I should watch Pearl.
1: I very nearly bought X the other day. Yeah. Because I picked up... Oh, fuck. What did I pick up? I picked something up the other day. I can't remember what it was. Hang on. Uh oh, he's I know, where it is.
0: I know where it is. I just can't remember what the film was.
1: Oh, yeah, Violent Night. It's finally oh, out on Blu ray. The there he
0: box. is. Shane's favorite movie.
1: Uh, yeah, I got that. I bought it the other day. And I was very pleased to pick that up um, because they had it's. They do an offer in HMV where you can buy a Blu ray for $4.99 if you bought with any purchase. And they had X. And I was like, do I buy it? Because I've not seen it. I've not read anything about it. You know, I don't really know much about the film. I hadn't seen the previous movies. So. No, I... X.
0: There's no previous movie for X. No? No, X is the first. So Pearl is a prequel to X, but X came out first. Right,
1: okay. Well, I might go and pick it up yeah. tomorrow. But yeah, Pearl is out. What's Love Got to Do with It? Um, plane? Plane? um what else is there i think that's it those are the movies that are on so obviously everything everywhere all at once isn't on in the uk at the moment well there Um, you go yeah so i might have to try and find a copy of it on blu-ray um but yeah so i wouldn't i would be interested in watching that
0: yeah yeah so speaking of movies coming out shane um that. Vinegar Syndrome announced part of their uh, their releases for this next month coming up. Uh, one of them is a 4K release of Showgirls. I'll get that And, <laughs> and my buddy Matt <laughs> texted me because he's a big Vinegar Syndrome fan. He's like, oh dude, Showgirls is coming out now. He's <laughs> like, now you're going to have to buy another copy to give away to a child. <laughs> 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 it's am <all> my... Okay. <laughs> You because, gave your copy
1: uh, away to a child?
0: Well, if you remember, I had donated uh, during a Paul Verhoeven double feature. I picked up Whoa. a bunch of Paul Verhoeven films and uh, gave them away at a raffle. for uh, It was another Connecticut Cult Classics. One of those films obviously being Showgirls. And as I gave them to the guy hosting Connecticut Cult Classics, uh, I couldn't stay for the show because I think I was sick or something. Right, and uh, he said, "Okay, I'm gonna give this away, showgirls." He's like, "I hope I don't give this to a kid," and I'm like, nah, <laughs> "It'll be nah. fine." So sure as shit, who pulls the winning raffle ticket? It's a fucking a child, <laughs> a ten-year-old kid,
1: a fucking child, man.
0: So inflicting, uh,
1: but they're not gonna know any difference because showgirls is so badly made anyway. Yeah.
0: After, after um, Vinegar Syndrome announced that they're releasing a 4K of Showgirls, um, Larry, the guy from Cult Classics, <laughs> reposted the images of the kid-winning Showgirls. <laughs> and, like, a bunch of people are like, oh my god, that was so funny when <laughs> when some jerk podcast group gave away a copy of Showgirls to a child. <laughs> Go you! <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, history repeats itself. I'll have to wait. I don't know if I am going to be picking up a four K to give out that fucking thing from Vinegar Syndrome. is probably like thirty five bucks. They're not getting. I mean, let's be
1: fair, Ryan, would you really want to buy another copy of it?
0: Oh, it, uh, it's it's coming, Shane. I am a I am a Vinegar Syndrome subscriber. So, oh my god, it's gonna That's... show up to my mailbox. I won't even have to order it.
1: That's almost as bad as me with my multiple multiple copies of fucking Donnie Darko. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: this, Ooh, yes, I, Shane, I will now. I will now own two copies of. Showgirls. Girls, oh my god,
1: <laughs> see, I own five copies of Donnie Darko, so yeah, listen,
0: kid, you're gonna have to step up to my league on my Evil Dead. I don't even oh, know how many I have anymore. I'm at like 35, I don't even know of the first one, I can't remember. Oh, Too fuck many actually,
1: saying that, I'm actually planning to go and see Evil Dead Rise next month with a couple of friends.
0: Yeah, we got to see that. That I definitely want to cover. I might have to trick uh, Miles into going. I could probably get that to work out. Well,
1: there's but. that. And then the following week, there's another film that's coming out the following week that I want to watch that's also a horror, but I can't remember what it is off the top of my head.
0: Yeah. But, is um, it, Shane, is it any of the one, trailers that I sent you? Like, for instance, uh, a trailer for Black Demon, a Mexican shark movie? No. Well, I did send that to you.
1: I did watch them.
0: Oh, then we can cover them. (laughs) In our news segment. Ooh.
1: I managed to get the the podcast back on track.
0: Did you see that, Shane? I I grabbed the steering wheel and yanked it from you and put ourselves right back in lane. Okay. So, this uh, Black Demon movie, what would you think of the trailer? It looks shit. (laughs) <laughs> come on it's a killer shark and an oil rig it's got to be good it just looked
1: dreadful I mean that guy who was in it the last thing I saw him in was pitch black so oh, man yeah um, <laughs> that was 2000 as well yeah that was um, pretty good I haven't seen that for years but no it's it's just like generic isn't it it's like family of four go to an oil
0: rig just to see what's going on and they get pested by a shark Ew. Spooky. Based on the title, I was hoping it would be some sort of supernatural. Yeah. I I don't know. It looks like a giant shark, so it's really big. I'm imagining it's doing something there. So there's got to be something going on where it's not a normal shark. I don't know. know, Uh, But I'm a sucker for shark movies, Shane. You know I'm going to watch it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, he wants to go and watch a film about being attacked by a giant fish.
0: Well, let me tell you, Shane, director Tommy Wiseau, uh, who, uh, who is the creator and star of the much-panned film The Room, is doing another movie now titled Big Shark, and apparently it is about a big shark. Mm. And being uh, one of the creators of one of the worst films of all time... Uh, I think this one has real potential, and
1: uh, what's be even worse than the first one he did?
0: I, I don't know. I'm gonna pass it on to Connor Blackman. I feel like he's gonna love. Yeah, this I one. think we
1: should. We should. Work, <laughs> we really need to bring Connor on for like some episodes. So
0: <laughs> for a, for a Tommy can, Wiseau movie?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, just for like bad movies because I know you guys love your cheesy movie. No. You I, need him, to bring Connor Connor on for
0: one. Him and I connect on a level that's deeper than you know most people in this world. Well,
1: um, there you go. Bring him on for a fucking episode. Connor, it, this is it, It's, an open it's invitation. really about
0: the, sh- the, the shit movies that we're both willing to endure. I mean, I don't know.
1: <laughs> but, Connor, when you if you're listening to this, man, this is an open invitation. Have a word with Ryan about yeah. coming on to All You Need Is Blood to discuss... Really shitty fucking horror movies. Listen,
0: we will do it, but I need to get Shane's to watch some of these shitty horror movies, Connor. So that's what we're going to have to work on. It's not going to happen, I'm afraid. Yes, absolutely.
1: It's not. Oh, look, I've seen enough shitty horror movies to stay clear from fucking shitty horror movies.
0: Dracula 3000? Come out,
1: Oh, you bastard. I will never forget, forgive you for that.
0: That one's great.
1: Oh, I, can't so, I, still, <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe I've still got that in my collection. I'm debating what I'm gonna do with it. I'm thinking no, I might like frisbee. Framing.
0: Put it on the wall.
1: I might frisbee it. Yeah. Chuck well, it another, another
0: one, Shane. Um we had mentioning demons earlier. Um The Pope's Exorcist, which is with a Russell fucking, Bro. Yeah, weird ass title, a Pope's The Pope's well, Exorcist.
1: I saw the trailer for this a few weeks a couple of weeks back when I went and saw Cocaine Bear. Yep. And he looked fucking awful. Me yeah. and my buddy Ian. I should get him on. He's the driest motherfucker ever. He's even drier than me. And I've got a dry sense of humor. But he, yeah, he's like, he makes me seem happy Ooh. and joyful. Um, but he's got one dry fucking sense of humor. And basically, we, he just looked at me and went, that looks shit. And I was like, yeah, it really does.
0: Well, I'll give it one thing. It's got Russell Crowe. Um, and he looks actually pretty good from how I would expect 2023 Russell Crowe to look. Right. Um but also has Franco Nero in it. Uh like a, a legendary he's like a legendary actor made a bunch of like Italian schlock movies including uh, the the original Django, which I love. Okay. And he was also in Django Unchained as a cameo cuz he played Django, so um but yeah, he's he's in a lot of stuff like that. He was in Oh, boy. I want to say. What movie was it where he played like an ambassador who couldn't get arrested and he was like a murderer or a diddler or something? I don't know. He's he's really good in a lot of stuff. So I like seeing him in movies still around movies. He was back in the 70s and he still looks awesome in this. So that should be good. Um and then another one I had sent you, Shane, similar demon hunting type thing or, or demon investigating, I don't know. Uh from Black. Yeah, which... the one
1: yeah, see, that's on Shudder.
0: Yep. It's um, a Shudder original. Um yeah, which I can't watch. Uh
1: because I can't get Shudder.
0: Listen, it's time for a VPN, you just say that you're in the US and then you get to watch it. Yeah, I should really get one. There's plenty of stuff I'd love to watch. I mean, there's so much porn I'd love to watch that I can't get. on Oh it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All your porn is in weird accents. Nobody wants. Yeah,
1: it. I mean, you love. You gotta love like German porn with timely subtitles or something. You know, it's just <laughs> <laughs> the
0: subtitles in porn. That's what I really. That's what I'm well, missing.
1: Yeah, you know, because I mean, you gotta get a story somehow, haven't you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So From Black looks like it's about a woman investigating some type of ritual that had happened in a house. Uh, Probably a human sacrifice, something to do with, like, summoning a demon. Uh, The trailer doesn't give too much away, but I will say one thing about the trailer is I like the tone of the trailer, at least.
1: Yeah, right. I'll give it that. I mean, personally speaking, it just looks a bit crap. That's just me. I'm a bit cynical in my old age. But the tone of it... It's very bleak. It's got a very bleak tone to the whole uh, whole film. So it could be interesting.
0: Yeah, if the movie carries on like that and does something interesting with like the demons or ghosts or whatever's going on, I think it could be cool. Um, I'm just hoping it doesn't end up like being four hours long and nothing happens, and then I'll be like, ugh. Yeah. So Um,
1: yeah. So have we got any other news?
0: Nope. That's it, Shane. Unless you well, got something else.
1: Well, Dick Van Dyke had a car accident the other day.
0: Where are you coming up with this?
1: Right, I saw it on Twitter. I saw oh, Dick Van or Dyke. Or did you
0: see it on the "All You Need Is Blood" Facebook page? That's no, but
1: no. But you know, there could be some Dick Van Dyke fans out there. You never know. Dick Van Dyke is still alive. He's ninety-seven years old. Now that's that's some news, right? He had a car crash the other day. He drove. He lost his faculties. He was
0: driving?
1: He was driving. Oh, my God. Right. And he drove into a post.
0: Well, I hope that he recovers. Oh, it's raining. I'm like, what is that noise?
1: Actually, do you know what? It's funny you say that. I've just got a notification on my phone telling telling me to expect rain in 55 minutes. Well,
0: it got here early, Shane.
1: Yeah, um,
0: but Twitter is a hotbed of activity when it comes to stuff like that.
1: I mean, you know, it's like I find interesting news articles. There's lots of really cool porn on there as well. But, Mm. you know, I find um, what we got here, Batman versus Superman trending for some reason.
0: No, I don't want to hear about it. No, I'm not going to say anything about that. Um, What we got, COVID is not over. Don't want to hear about it.
1: Two fighters um, with Tony Hawkins. Zack
0: Snyder is trending, as is Harley Quinn. Come on, Um, Shane. I'm not going through the trending thing on Twitter. I don't give a shit about that. Well, no, it's just. I'm just saying, it's
1: just like one of those things. Let's see if anyone has died, shall we? Um, Aretha Franklin, she's trending, but she's dead. Um, Yeah, you know, David Bowie trending. He's dead uh great yeah um was donnie yen is trending
0: i don't think he's dead i think donnie no, yen is still i don't alive. think
1: he's dead i don't think he is um let's see what this is all about oh he's in john wick for um, all
0: right yeah. shane well let's get out of this twitter verse and get into our actual topics for today
1: yeah yeah, so right. we got
0: we got two movies to cover of which I think this may be the first time this has happened I don't know Shane you have seen both of them. I know right what's up and with I that? I have only seen one so Well I'll it... tell you what
1: let's start off with you talking about the movie that you saw. Ah uh,
0: okay. <laughs> Excellent. Uh yeah I uh, I can't believe this has finally happened.
1: It's so... is it's a fucking miracle, mate.
0: But here we are. Alright, so the mo- the film that both of us had watched, uh, I watched it last night, so it's fresh in my memory, is Cocaine Bear. Um, <laughs> as we have talked about this, Shane, we covered Cocaine Bear, like, when it was first announced. Mm. And, uh, and then again, when Ray Liotta died, and we were like, oh, wow, I can't believe Ray Liotta's not gonna be in Cocaine Bear.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but lo and behold, uh, he is. Yeah. So, Cocaine Bear uh, came out this year, directed by Elizabeth Banks, uh, who in the past Granny had also directed. What's that? Granny panties. I don't know what L- that is.
1: Elizabeth Banks.
0: Granny. Pa- she played Granny Panties in Zach and Mary. Makeup oh, oh and Zach and Mary. Yes, yes. She was yeah. in Zach and Mary. She also, directing wise, she also directed Pitch Perfect two which yeah. I may have watched on a cruise ship. I'm not sure.
1: I don't even think I've watched any of the Pitch Perfect movies.
0: I know I saw he's... one of them on a cruise ship, and I think that might have been the one.
1: But she was also the mother in Brightburn.
0: Brightburn, yep. Yeah. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer, she's in a bunch of those. Yeah. Because uh, I know there's, like, the movie, and then there's, like, TV shows and a Netflix show or something. Yeah. Um, And more importantly, she played Rita Repulsa in the Power Rangers remake. <laughs> i love finding some fucking dumb shit like that that's great i mean everyone's got to have a low point in their career oh yeah i I should watch that movie maybe that's what connor and i'll make you watch power rangers (laughs) (laughs) i hear it's shit
1: oh god i wouldn't watch that even if my
0: (laughs) okay they just announced a netflix i don't know if you'd call it a remake but it's a revisiting of the original power rangers and it's like Power Rangers Reloaded or some shit. I don't know. Ugh. And it's it's like all the original ones, even though I think half of them are dead. So um, that's out there too. Anyway, uh, a Cocaine Bear also stars Carrie Russell. Uh, she played a, a character in Star Wars, uh, The Last Skywalker or whatever it's called. I'm not looking it up. Um, and Alden, Aaron uh, Reich. Or Aaron Rich, Aaron Reich. I don't know how you say it.
1: it would probably be Aaron Rich.
0: Aaron Rich, uh, who played Han Solo in the Star Wars prequel um Han Solo origin story. I don't know oh. what that's called. I'm also Never not watched. looking that up. Not It wasn't it. bad. Like um, it gets a lot of shit. It wasn't good, <clears throat> but compared to like other Star Wars stuff, I didn't think it was that bad. It was like, oh, this is stupid, but what did you expect? It's a it's a Han Solo prequel.
1: It's a Star Wars movie.
0: Yeah, right? And it had um what's her face? Uh from Game of Thrones in it. Uh, the Targaryen Lady. I can't remember her name now. Anyway, that movie was not yeah. great uh also stars isaiah whitlock jr uh who he was in 1408 as one of the maintenance guys and he's been like in a bunch of law and order episodes and stuff and this guy looks like you would picture a police captain to be like if you picture who's gonna call you know the detectives into their office and yell at them it's this guy yeah (laughs) so he's in it ray leota as we mentioned his final full film film role i don't know if he has any other upcoming projects that you know, he started before he passed, but uh, he plays a bad guy in this. So um, now this movie is based on a true story of a cocaine deal that involved drug runners uh, tossing packages of cocaine out of a moving airplane.
1: <laughs>
0: and, the, and then the drug guy himself jumps out of the plane to his death, when, where it was either a parachute malfunction or something happens and lands in the driveway. Well, now, this no, is,
1: this, no, that's not what happens. Basically, he headbutts.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, what I'm telling you, Shane, is that happens in this movie, and it is also This is also absolutely true. This guy, yeah. the same thing happened. He came out of the airplane, and for whatever reason, he entered his parachute didn't work, and he splatted on the driveway. And this is all actual real life stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like what how it happened in the movie. I thought was fucking hilarious it
0: was funny um so in both the movie and in real life a black bear comes into contact with this cocaine (laughs) and uh while in real life uh the bear ingested the cocaine OD'd and died like almost immediately in the movie uh it turns him into a homicidal killing machine uh jonesing for its next fix of (laughs) coke I'm so, just uh,
1: I'm just giggling because I mean obviously watching it and everything that the bear does just cracks me up.
0: Yeah, but, but I think what's even more hilarious is that there part of this is true, and you know they sort of bend the truth when it comes to the bear, oh, obviously. Yeah. But the fact that like some of this shit actually did happen is is just hilarious. I love oh, it. That like you would me. you'd be watching it and be like, oh, this is too insane of a premise, and you're like, yeah, but it happened. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I remember us watching it saying, we need to watch this movie. Yeah. We have to watch this movie. Yep. And, you know, it's – oh, fuck, man. It's just – I laughed so hard during this movie.
0: There was so many funny scenes. And, I mean, I I know I had just talked about how – uh everything everywhere was like a, a genuinely funny movie that like actually got me to laugh. This movie also genuinely got me to laugh in, in multiple cases. Yeah. Um specifically there was one scene uh where Margot Martindale, uh, great the legendary character actress, plays a uh Forest Ranger.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And she's trying to seduce uh this like I guess he's like a hippie environmentalist type guy. <laughs> yeah. And it is so fucking funny. And then at one part, he goes, (laughs) he goes, oh, looks like your beaver's got a bunch of cobwebs on it. And she's like, yeah, I'm trying to work on that. (laughs) Alisa was like writing notes on her laptop and looked up and she goes, what did she say? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 I cracked up and like. So like the I mean, the plot is as stupid as you would expect it to be. Oh yeah. I mean, the basic Thanks. premise is like the bears out there, right? It's it's hopped up on cocaine and it's fucking mm. murdering people, hikers, uh, drug dealers that are trying to get the money, the gangs that are in the woods, uh, <laughs> pretty much anybody that it comes across and uh the there's a young girl and her friend um who go out, they skip school cuz they want to go like Paint a waterfall or something? I guess yeah. I don't know, but um, they come across one of the packages of Coke, and they immediately. Oh, I've seen open.
1: those kids. Oh Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! I was pissing myself.
0: Listen, I'll give Elizabeth Banks some fucking credit that in this movie she took these two kids and had them fucking down like a whole <laughs> tablespoonful of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Oh, shit. Like, forget about, like, killing kids. They're like, yeah, let's give these kids fucking hopped up on some coke and put it in our movie.
1: Let's get these kids ripped to the tits. Yes. Holy
0: shit. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and from there, the mom has to go find the daughter. They're the the police chief is trying to investigate the whole cocaine deal. Uh, the drug guys are trying to get the drugs back. Um. <coughs> The rangers running around and in and, and, and all of this, you know, the bear is obviously causing chaos and killing everyone. <laughs> so um, I, I don't want to spoil a lot of stuff, but there's not a lot of stuff to spoil. Like, what, what are you going to spoil? It's a fucking hopped up bear that's like tearing people's limbs off.
1: I mean, the funniest thing for me was the guys driving away in the ambulance and the bear is chasing them to just can't get enough by Depeche Mode. Yeah. That made me fucking laugh. Oh, but the music
0: in this is also excellent.
1: Yeah, and I was just fucking. I was pissing. I was laughing more at the fact they were using the Depeche Mode track, but you know it was that was funny. But it was just the bear like slow motion, just like jumping at the at the ambulance, <laughs> and then it fucking lands in the ambulance and just rips and shreds. That poor guy in the back. Fuck me. He really got
0: it bad. Oh my and... god. When when he gets like slammed up on the front of the ambulance and he's got his <laughs> hand up and then oh, his, yeah. hand, his hand like drops down and it's ripped from the, from the stump or whatever. It's just like... Yeah. So that's another thing. The gore in this is actually... There's way more gore than I was expecting. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, yeah. most of obviously, it's most of it's CGI, but it's still like that unexpected, awesome gore. You're like, yeah. oh wow!
1: And I think the beauty of it was because obviously Elizabeth Banks, she's done horror, she's done horror movies, so she knew what to do with this film. You know, she knew how she was going to up the game with it, and it was worth it because she fucking she did a great job with it. You know, it yeah. was it was surprisingly gory, and yes. I've said this to everybody who I know. It's surprisingly gory. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, you, do, you like I've seen a lot of these like killer animal movies. I mean, I've got a ton of them, and this is probably one of the goriest ones that I've seen. Um, but it's it's they do it. There's a tone in the movie. It's kind of hard to explain. Like the movie, the plot, everything is kind of goofy. But yeah. within within the movie it's all taken very seriously. Oh like, yeah. The violence and the blood and people are screaming and there's like there's a ton of awful things that happen but it's it's all deadpan. It's like a black comedy, oh, you know, it's man.
1: See, I think one of my favorite kill scenes in this movie and I am going to talk spoilers a little bit. But it's it's the guy when he climbs up the tree cuz the little kid has climbed up the tree. Yep. And and that's after the,
0: the guy falls into a pile of coke, and he's he's <laughs> covered in – he looks like Scarface in cocaine. He's oh, just yeah. And basically,
1: coke. it's when the little kid says, bears can't climb trees, and the guy up the tree says, yes, they can. <laughs> and that's when the bear turns up, and it's it's up the tree after the little kid, and he sneezes. And then basically this waft of coke powder – just blows over the bear, and the bear just sniffs the air, and then notices where it's coming from, drops down the fucking tree, climbs up the other one, starts chewing the geese's leg off. Yeah, and that was so fucking funny. But it was, it was the way he's just sit up in the tree ah, 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 as this bear is chewing him up, and then obviously you just see the leg hit the floor, and <laughs> <in> his body, <laughs>
0: his he head comes down. down.
1: Oof. And then the bear climbs down, sniffs his leg, and then fucks off.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was. Uh, there's a lot of great kills in this. A lot of great scenes. Some funny stuff. Um, and I think it does a good job with like. There's there's not a ton of characters, but they give you enough time with each character. i that... also right.
1: I'm gonna also say that one another one of my favorite scenes is when the guys. And the police chief, he's on the veranda. Yeah, he's on top, and he tells the guys to like get on their knees and all the rest of it. And the bear comes up. It starts sniffing around, and then it just collapses because it's on the fucking come down, and it just collapses on top of that guy. And they're talking about the black bears. It's like, yeah, this one's gonna be, you know, it's, you know, this one's unconscious or whatever, or it's it should be hibernating. And then the guy underneath says, "It's a it's a it's a female." No, like how do you know it's a female because her vagina is touching my ear? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking oh man! In the cinema, I pissed myself laughing so yeah. hard at that. I found it so fucking funny, and you know, even 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 the the end scene with the with the um with the the mother the bear and the cubs and you know there's i mean we'll have to talk about that afterwards so we don't give any more spoilers away but Ray Otto was pretty good in it
0: yeah um, i thought he actually he did a good job he got to play like a full on bad guy yeah like he's just the worst and you go okay yeah so he and he really he's, he gets to dive into it and just be like this like complete asshole and, uh, I like that. I think, you know, um, he did a good job in it and, you know, it's sad, that you don't we don't get to see him anymore, but, you know, I think, uh, I think sending him out with this movie, it's not the worst that he could have done. He could have ended up on one of those, you know, straight to DVD runs, like a lot of actors end up on. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he was good in this. Everybody was relatively good in this. Um, I don't have any complaints acting wise. Even the kids were not annoying, you know. Probably because they spent half the time with them just getting them coked up, so that's good.
1: (laughs) See, the kids in this were funny. Yes. And you know that's what made me chuckle. It f- <laughs> it's just the whole business where how much how much of this cocaine do we do? Uh, a teaspoon? Okay then. The heaping pile. Yeah, and then they're just fucking. They're just like off the fucking heads, and it's like when the mother says, "Yeah, I kind of knew you'd been you've been doing drugs." Um, you know, I just thought it was really really funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, the whole movie itself, it was just it is it is funny as fuck it really is I've, yeah. I don't think I've laughed so much during a film that that was surprisingly gory too you know yeah it is no I was really really surprised by how gory it was
0: yeah but it yep. was a great and, movie uh, and like i said they take it serious like any the bear itself it's not there's like any of the goofy shit that you've seen where it's like, oh, the bear chasing a butterfly or it yeah. rolling on its back or whatever, you see that in the trailer. Oh yeah. That that's it. There's no more goofy stuff. The entire rest of the is, is the bear just fucking brutalizing people.
1: The bear is the best part of the movie. I mean, yeah. just, every scene with the bear is brilliant. You know, and it's. I mean, that scene when the when the bear collapses on the guy, I thought was hilarious. And you got the got the copper on the veranda, and then you got the other guy, the scrawny little dude, and they're discussing with the guy what they can do and how they can try and help him and all the rest of it.
0: <laughs> I like that the one guy's like, "Let's just leave." <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was. so it was, I thought that whole whole exchange was really well done. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was good. I liked the whole thing. I liked that there was actual character arcs like in mm. a fucking movie called Cocaine Bear. Yeah. You know, the friendship between uh the, the two criminals and the one guy who lost his wife and yeah. you know, there's like you're like, oh, okay, that's dumb, but there's character growth in the movie they put in there. And you're like, oh, for fucking Cocaine Bear? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that was funny. It was good. I, I, I recommend it to everybody. Um, Like, literally anyone should watch this. Um, I think you'll enjoy it no matter what. Like, if you go in, if you see the title, right, Cocaine Bear, and you're like, you're not instantly put off by it, you're going to like the movie.
1: Yeah, don't be. Yeah, don't be put off by it. I mean, go and watch the film with an open mind because it is funny. I mean, obviously there's some serious bits in it, but the film itself is really, really fucking funny.
0: Yeah, especially if you have a fucked up sense of humor like we do, like us.
1: And... <laughs> yes, I mean, I mean, you only have to listen to this podcast to realize how fucked we are. You know, if, so... you...
0: <laughs> if you think it's funny that a man trips and falls into a pile of coke. Then climbs a tree, and the bear climbs a tree and tears his leg off. And you think that's a funny premise, then you're going to be all right. Oh
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll be, yeah. And if you if you're dying on seeing a couple of little kids sample cocaine for the first time as well with hilarious results, oh you'll be fine. Because no. I oh, mean,
0: was... I love that kid because when he he meets the backpacker in the woods, and he's like, <laughs> I'm hungry. Do you have anything to eat? And he's just digging through his bag.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, oh fuck. <clears throat> so yeah, Cocaine Bear, absolutely watch it. That's my recommend. Yeah. Definitely. All right, Shane. What did you watch that I did not? Well, I watched
1: Scream Six. Um is I right. I'm gonna give you a bit bit of a backstory for this one, why I went to go and watch it. Um, 27 years ago when Scream came out, I saw it at the cinema. I loved it. I genuinely loved the film. Um, and it genuinely surprised me. It was one of those films where, I mean, come on, the opening scene, you've got Drew Barrymore in the opening scene on the phone to the ghost face. Uh, And she says, why do you want to know my name? And he says, because I want to know who I'm looking at. To this day, you know it's coming, but it still makes you fucking – it still grabs you. You're still like, fuck. Um, and it was a tradition between me and a group of friends where we went and saw every screen movie at the cinema. Now, obviously, over time, people drift apart why I don't see them anymore. And you know, I always made it a tradition to go and see each of the Scream movies at the cinema. I didn't get to see Scream 4. Um, but that was because I had no money and I couldn't afford to go. But I did buy it on Blu-ray and you know, I watched it and I enjoyed it. I like it took a couple of attempts to watch it to get into it. I enjoyed it. Scream five last year, I enjoyed. Um Scream 6, I was looking forward to seeing this because I wanted to see, well, I say I was looking forward to it. I was a bit hit and miss about it because obviously it's not set in Woodsboro. This one is set in New York. So basically it follows the survivors of Scream 5 to New York because they've moved there, they're at college and all that kind of stuff. Um, Gail Weathers is there as well. Um there is mention of Sydney Prescott in this movie, but she's not actually in it because obviously the whole business with her not being paid enough is the reason why she didn't turn up for this one. But I'll be honest, this movie didn't need Sydney. It didn't need Sydney Prescott. Um But there was certain scenes that hark back to to the previous movies. Um, which I thought were really cool and really quite clever. Now, obviously, the kids are in New York, and they're at college, and the opening scene has Samara Weaving um, in a bar, having a cocktail, meeting up with a date. And she's on the phone to this guy, and essentially he's telling her that he's lost. And... um like the typical bait kind of thing. She goes outside to take the phone call cause the bar is noisy and she's talking to the guy and he's like, well I'm near an alleyway, but I can't see you. And then she walks into the alleyway and basically she sees a guy and she's like, well I can see you, I think. And then the guy runs away because, Oh my God, someone's trying to follow me, you know? And, she walks further into the alleyway and basically she gets knifed by Ghostface. face. Um, so <clears throat> she's left as a steaming corpse, you know, like blood's pooling and steaming off her. And then basically what happens is you just see this guy take off his mask, clean his blade, put it in his rucksack and puts the mask in. Then you follow him back to his apartment where he's sitting there on the phone because his buddy has called him and he starts playing the whole ghost face game with him. And he says, dude, like, what the fuck? You know, we don't talk about this on the phone, you know, that kind of thing. And then they start talking about what their favorite kills are and what they aspire to be. And um, he starts talking to this guy, and this guy is, like, walking around his apartment because his friend is freaking him out on the phone. And essentially what happens, he walks into the kitchen and he goes to get a bear out of the fridge. And there's his flatmate in the fridge, dismembered and carved up like a, well, he's just like a fucking mass of blood and guts and stuff like that in the fridge. And then there's a guy turns around. There's Ghostface, (laughs) basically offs this other guy. And then then you get the title credits. So basically, in the film, Ghostface kills, off, g- kills a victim, then gets killed off by Ghostface. And then that's when the movie starts. So it's essentially these kids are in school. Um, the, two fi- the two girls from, who survived scream 5 are living in an apartment together with a friend of theirs who happens to be a policeman or a policeman's daughter. So they feel quite safe, even though they've got dead bolts and locks and all glow on their fucking front door. And it turns out the other survivors, the twins, they're in there as well in the movie. Um, They've all gone to New York as well. So basically they're all meeting up and stuff like that. So they're close knit. They're close together. They've got their friends um, nearby. And essentially there's news about a woman being found and you know, then it all goes to shit from there basically. So they keep getting, they're getting the threatening phone calls and then it's essentially one of the flatmates gets murdered. They're all in the flat when it's happening. So they all assume that she's having sex with her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. But it turns out she's actually being fucking murdered by Ghostface, or so they think. Um, but when they go into the room, they find her throat slit, blood all over the place, and the g- Ghostface has disappeared. But essentially, they vacate the property. They call the police, and it turns out it's the copper's the the copper's daughter who's been murdered, and all this kind of stuff. And essentially, you're following these people to parties and stuff like that and trying to escape Ghostface. Some with the hilarious results. I mean, um, was it Melissa Barrera? There's one scene where basically she sees her little sister, played by Janet Ortega, um, being cut off up to her room by some football jock and she goes in to stop them. It's just like, I'm trying to like protect you and all this kind of stuff. And then she just looks at his guy and says, I'm going to tase you in the balls now. And he's like, what? And then she tases him in the balls. And then he hits the deck. And, you know, I, that scene was quite funny, I thought. And then basically, there's a big fight that erupts between the sisters. And then, Ghost Ghostface attacks again. And, I mean, overall, the movie... I'll refrain from anything else, but overall the movie, I thought it was good. It was well, it was clever. There was three writers on this. So James Vanderbilt, Guy Buswick, Busick and Kevin Williamson. He's back. Um, And I think having three writers on the movie kind of messed it up a little bit. Oh, and I'll get into this. The first three quarters of the movie, the first three acts are really good. They're really well done. They're very tight. They're cleverly, um, they're cleverly like, put together. I thought they were really good. The last act with the big reveal and everything like that, I thought lacked something. I thought it wasn't as tight. I thought it was a little sloppy. It was very predictable. I saw it coming a mile off. Um, but there was a, there was something in there that did surprise me, um, where the previous movies had two killers, they upped the game of this one. So essentially this movie has five ghost faces. Um, and it's, I'm not, I don't want to talk about the spoilers or the big reveal or anything like that but the girl who died in the apartment is not actually
0: dead. Oh my God, Shane.
1: Yeah. Um, it was a clever ploy. Um, because there's a twist that, right. There's scenes in this movie. You need to watch the first five movies in order to make sense of what is happening. The last act—it's me.
0: Wait, am I Shane? Am yeah. I going to have to not only have watched those but actually paid attention? Yes. Oh come on! Listen, I don't care what you're going to make me do. I'm not watching part three again. I don't give a shit. Oh. I'm not doing it.
1: Well, you don't technically have to
0: watch part three. Oh,
1: good. <laughs> yeah, fuck part three. Actually, just watch four, five of the fucking four of the first five or whatever. Do whatever the fuck you want. But basically. As you see in the trailer you see that there's a shrine to ghostface um and they talk about the shrine and essentially the shrine is every piece of um every weapon every mask every victim clothing that has been used or was in the pe- the past five movies. Oh, that's kind of cool. Someone had collected absolutely everything to do with the previous killers and the previous victims and collected it all and put it on show in glass cases and stuff like that. And on the stage, there is the previous five ghost-faced masks and cloaks with the main tags of each of the killers underneath. Um, and all of the weapons, the blades and all of that, you know, everything, all the all the memorabilia had been collected and put on show. Um, and I thought that was really cool. I really enjoyed that. But the actual reveal I thought was a little bit lame. I was a little bit disappointed with that. Mm. I just think it I just didn't think it was as good as the previous movies because i what I loved about the previous movies, apart from number three, um, was the reveals at the end, and I felt this lacked quite a lot. I felt this was just not as strong as the previous movies. Um, kill scenes in it were great. The kill scenes were really good. Um, I enjoyed those, but I mean, overall, I gave this movie a seven out of ten. Um,
0: how would you, how would you rank it with the others?
1: I would say, oh right, well, Scream being number one for me, um, then Scream Four. Mm, wow yeah screen 2 screen 5 then this and then screen 6 uh, screen no screen 6 then screen 3 uh, so
0: screen 3 retains the bottom position oh yeah
1: excellent i mean don't get me wrong it was a good this was a good film but it was just the only thing that let it down for me was the last act it was Otherwise, if they'd have if they'd have um, written it a bit better, because I thought the writing was a little bit sloppy, um, and I actually thought that the reveal was quite weak, um, and I guessed it a mile off. If it wasn't for that, if they'd have actually tightened that up a little bit, it would have been in the top three. Yeah,
0: you know, but. That's why I only give it a seven out of ten. Yep. Well, that's still pretty good. Uh, I'm, but, I'm gonna I have mean, to I've watch s- it eventually because I still haven't even watched five. I have it. It's on I have it on Blu-ray. It's sitting on my shelf and I have not watched it. Maybe I'll wait until this one comes out and i will do a double feature. Papa. Pop.
1: Well, I guess you could do that, you know. I mean it's it's worth watching. It is worth watching. Um I wanted to see it because I wanted to watch all of them, you know, on on the cinema, but obviously I never got the chance to see them before. I was impressed with the fact they brought Kirby back for this one. Um I was actually really happy to see her on screen. Um so that I mean that was really cool. I was glad they brought Kirby out. And there was a great little scene between Kirby and one of the twins when Kirby says to her, so I hear you're a horror fan. And then her and Kirby are talking about specific horror movies and their opinions on them are the same. Mm. I just thought that was really cool. Because I liked Kirby in number four. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. All right, that's cool. Yeah, I'm going to – I don't know. I'm in this, like, just – I have a hard time with the Scream series that I, <laughs> after the fourth one, which I, I actually liked, I liked the fourth one, I just never got around yeah. to watching the fifth, and I'm like, I don't know, do I want to watch the sixth? I don't know if I have it in me. Um, I mean, of course I will eventually, but, you know, I've got to play all those Nintendo 64 games, Shane, so,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's going
0: to have to come to it. But no, that's good. I'm glad somebody watched this because I'm sure people would like to hear about it. So,
1: yeah,
0: one of us is being mean, responsible, he's... Shane. Uh, responsible? And it's it's really? you this time.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? What are you trying to say, man? You're tarnishing my um
0: reputation. Your reputation? Yes. Wow, you finally done it, Shane you've done it and we've done it and we've set it all I fucked up i fucked up oh no we're good to go <laughs> all right shane well let's wrap this up uh i've got some lunch to eat and i probably got some dog pee downstairs to clean up because nice. yeah i know they're not gonna want to go out it's like pouring rain now
1: so yeah that's, that's well be uh, i would. Will- yeah, I will point out, you know, on the trailer of this of Scream 6 in the subway scene when they're on the trains mm-hmm. or when they're on the train, it's actually over two trains in the film. So it's not they're not all on one train. OK, um, but there's lots of horror characters that are references to previous Wes Craven movies.
0: That's interesting. Like how? what other movies?
1: Well, you've got Hills of Eyes. Um, you've got Freddy, Mm -hmm. not Ruin Elm Street. Um, what other horror movies? (laughs) There's, well, there was a reference to Samara Weaving's character in Ready or Not. Um, in there, there was just lots, uh, there was pinheads. Obviously, there was lots of, there was a Chucky guy. There was lots of people dressed up in like wearing ghost face masks because obviously it's all to do with the stab movies, but it was just, I just thought it was, uh, I thought it was a nice little tribute to Wes Craven because obviously they kept him in spirit there. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, Shane, anything else you'd like to cover before we wrap this up? No. Excellent. Not really. All right, good. Then I could go cut my hair and stop looking like a, a half scruffy fool. I need to shave my head. But I'm not even sure if I'm going to do that today. Start on the bottom. Just go from your balls up.
1: I've already done I don't need to shave my balls. They're bald already. Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> Laser. It's like a turtle shell down there.
1: Fucking, there's definitely not a turtle head. I can tell you that. I'll fucking let you know if there
0: was. All right, Shane. Thanks no. for joining me, and thanks everybody for listening. If you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can reach us on Gmail. All you need is bloodpod, at gmail.com, or on the Facebook group. All you need is blood on our Instagram account, which Mike runs. All you need is blood podcast. And if you want to catch me, I'm on Twitter at Ryan Tutelo. on Instagram. All you need Ryan. And uh, I'm also on the Facebook group on the uh, upcoming horror movies uh, fans group on Facebook, and you can catch me on the upcominghorrormovies.com message board. I'm still floating around on there. Shane, where can people find you?
1: If you could be bothered to find me, um, roboginge 74 on Instagram, Dead Cell Society on Twitter. The All
0: You Need Is Blood podcast group on Facebook, and that's about it. Excellent. Well, Shane, it was nice having a one-on-one once again, and uh, it's been a while. yeah, it's been a while since it's just been the two of us. So, yeah. but it was good. Yeah. I just wish that I didn't like trim my beard because I, I want to scratch it so hard, but like the microphone picks that up when I do that, so I'm like trying to avoid. <laughs> Just they, do you know
1: what? I've been, I've been quite, I've been quite lucky where I've just been getting the beard in. I've got, I've got a, a one long nail on my finger that I can get, get in the beard and scratch, oh, and it doesn't make a sound. As really I good.
0: had a zit last week, like deep in my beard. You know what I mean? Like it was like, yeah, you know, right, like real down. Like it, it's not a spot. You you don't usually get like acne under your beard and i had one that was like way down in there and i'm like oh my god this is so annoying did you get it no it, it went away hmm.
1: see the trick right i found do you use any oils or balms? i do for your beds yes. right now the trick we bought with oils is you can put them in every day yep. but you shouldn't wash your beard every
0: day. Oh, maybe that's where I'm fucking up. Cause I wash it every day. Cause I, I wash my head every day. Cause I have to. Yeah.
1: If you're using product to wash your beard, yes. it's okay to put water through it, but don't use product every day. Cause it will dry out. It will make it brittle and it will make it fall out. Yeah. So, um, just take a bit of advice from one beard grower to another. Um, wash your beard two to three times a week right every time you um wash your beard put your oil in your balm yep. or whatever you're using obviously towel dry it before you put the oil in mm-hmm. but the oil is used primarily for the skin not the actual beard ah. itself so once you've washed your face when you put the oil on, it seals the moisture in, which causes it to keep it lush and lusterful.
0: Lusterful. Right. I'm missing yeah, my lustifality. That's probably what's going on. Yes.
1: So that's what, it. Keeps it lust. It keeps its the beard's lustful. Okay. <laughs> right. Balm is used for the hair. Right. On your chin. So basically, balm keeps the moisture in. The beard.
0: Well, and it helps in, um, you know, managing Moisturize. managing its position as well. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So that's probably where you've been going wrong then.
0: Maybe. I've been washing too much, Shane.
1: Yeah, you've been washing your beard too uh-huh. much. So that's the trick.
0: All right. Well, I know I'm in trouble <laughs> you... now, Shane, because Fat Tony has entered the room. <laughs> He's on the hunt of something. He's going under the dresser. What are you doing, Tony? You don't know? Alright, let's end this. I'm going to get a bite to eat, clean up some dog pee, and then get on with my day.
1: I'm going to make a cup of tea and watch some more Lucifer.
0: Alright, that sounds like a plan. Cool. Alright, let's close. Lustiful. 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 Lustiful.